Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello everyone. I'm so excited to be here. And uh, for those of you that are listening in for the first time, welcome. You are with Lisa Bennett, and I am a space whisperer. So what is space whispering? Well, it's something that I've had the pleasure of, of basically having an awareness around spaces that have talked to me since I was a little girl. And my earliest memory so far that I have is the age of three when I walked into a space and I just knew that I didn't want to be there. And so have you ever had that where you've walked into some space and you just, your whole body just constricted and was heavy and just wanted to get out? And other spaces, your whole body just lit up and you were excited to be in. Now, we are very psychic uh, beings. We always have been, and as children, we have that um, capacity to be really aware, especially as children. Children are so aware of their space, where they'd like to play, who they'd like to play with, uh, whose house they'd like to go to all the time, and, and go what I used to call the Kool-Aid mom house. My house was the Kool-Aid house. Uh, all my kids' friends wanted to come over, and play and I'm not sure if it was because we had a swimming pool as well and and a big big play area but I was also aware that there was this really yummy energy where every kid that came in basically could curl up and just be really comfortable and and happy and it was a very joyful um energy for their bodies to be and somewhere as we grow up we actually start to cut off their our awarenesses around what spaces actually contribute to our lives and what spaces are not actually um, basically contributing in a way that is going to create joy and happiness. Because all spaces contribute to us. They don't have a point of view. Uh, so that's something that I wanted to just sort of say a little bit about space whispering and and for those of you that uh, are wondering, well, what's the value, Lisa, of having some spaces that are where I my body lights up more and where my body doesn't light up? What's the value of that? And so if we look at the meaning of value or valuable, it means extremely useful and the opposite of, of valuable is worthless. So truth for those of you that are, are tuning in, is there any space in the whole universe that you can actually label as worthless? And are there some spaces that you have placed as valuable based on the visual or based on the media or based on the history or based on um, the the architecture or what architect actually constructed it as opposed to the the log cabin in the middle of the woods in the middle of the mountains that was constructed by 
a group of builders that just loved and put a lot of loving into into that particular uh, build. So if we look at historical monuments around the world, we look at, in Egypt, you look at the um, pyramids, you look at, uh, in Mexico, we have some some beautiful historical pyramids. And everybody has wondered, how did they, first of all, get built? Uh, engineers are fascinated by how some of these beautiful buildings have been constructed. And they're still standing. And then you have your ancient Rome, um, you know, the Colosseum, the Roman Colosseum. You have historical, again, how many years did it take to build? And then you have in Paris, uh, you have um, beautiful buildings that have been uh, created, the Louvre that, that, that has so much history. So there's a value and people create value for those buildings and then they charge people to walk in to those buildings. So as soon as there's a price tag, as soon as someone has said this is a valuable building, this is a valuable spot, this is this is incredibly uh, unique, uh, when we place that word valuable or high value, all of a sudden everybody starts to buy into that. And what what if you could look at and and this is something that that I just uh I was teaching a class in an island off the coast of Africa called La Reunion and I stayed at the top of this mountain and I stayed in this little bubble that was that basically was held up by pressurized air and I was literally all that was between me and the outside was this little thin layer of plastic bubble so for my body that that was excited to be there, that chose that spot, that for me in that particular moment, that was valuable to me. It was contributing to me in so many ways. It was I was excited to be basically I felt like I was at one with the stars and the moon, with the trees and the birds. Uh, you could hear everything. You could hear the rustle of the trees. You could hear the birds um, early in the morning. If it, if it didn't rain, but I'm sure in a, in a magical rainstorm, it would be beautiful to hear the rain and hear it come down and hit the, the plastic uh, surrounding us. And so where have you decided that a five-star, or as in Dubai, they have a six-star hotel, that that is more valuable and that you're going to spend $20, $30 for a cup of tea because somebody has told you that that is valuable and that it's one of those incredible feats of of architecture that have an engineering feat that has placed that building above all others even the tallest building in the world which is in dubai i was had the pleasure of of being in that is considered incredibly valuable and i took the vip tour to go to the top and for me it wasn't it was it was a curiosity and it was also for me i get excited about seeing different styles of, of of buildings and I never create one as being more valuable. It's more of a curiosity and an intrigue and an excitement to see how things are put together and 
how we as a society have created things as being incredibly valuable and we're always doing the one-upmanship. So <clears throat> where are you always wanting to be the one-upmanship with everyone else in your life, having the bigger house, the bigger car, the better car, the, the bigger kitchen, the latest stove, the latest refrigerator, the latest washing machine, uh, the latest computer, the latest uh, carpeting, the lighting, and following what I call the trends and getting caught up in this, what, I, what can be considered that little sort of um, gerbil wheel of always being running to try and catch up. So are you willing to acknowledge that you're never going to catch up to whatever the latest trend is? Because there's always someone creating. There's always somebody in that in that energetic space that's creating something magical and it's always in the future. So when I'm sleeping, somebody else is awake in the other, another part of the world creating the latest lighting or the, the inventing the latest way of building a house or a home. So if you can imagine that when we create things from high value, what if you could just consider everything in your life as being valuable, that is a contribution to your life and your living? And so when you walk into a space and you go, oh, that's a really old sofa, it's got a rip in it, it's blah, 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 and you've already, you're justifying and stating to everybody that hears that that sofa is old, it has no value, and you've had it for 20 years, and so therefore it has no value. And yet when you found it, at the first time you went into the shop and you bought it, let's say the sofa was four or $5,000, it at the time was considered to be the top of the line, the best. And where are you not acknowledging that that sofa actually served your family, served your life for that 20 years? And would you be willing to acknowledge that and, and actually flow gratitude to all the furniture that looks worn down, that that has had a life, and be willing to let it go with gratitude. So do you sense that there's a different energy around that? It's the same with houses. I, I've seen people complain, oh, I hate where I live. I hate my house. I hate my home. I hate the neighborhood. I hate the noisy neighbors. I hate, I hate, I hate. So, oh my gosh, can you get the sense of how already you're impelling a point of view about your space and saying that you hate something? Well, where is there room for flowing beautiful gratitude and acknowledging what it has created for you so far? See, I have a belief that our bodies are never meant to be in one space for the whole life. And I know many of you, uh, wherever you are in the universe, have either parents or grandparents that were born in a house, raised in the house, and it was passed on from generation to generation. And so you actually haven't gotten outside of your box. You haven't created a new muscle memory for your body. And so what I mean by muscle memory is, is if you walk in the door and you've walked in the same door in the same direction for the same way for the last 20 years, or the last 40 years, or the last 10 years, or five years, or whatever that is for you. Acknowledge that your body 
starts to pick up that it, it goes up the stairs. Usually you run up the stairs with the same leg, the same foot. You run down the stairs with the same leg, with the same foot. Like you, you lead with the same leg. You lead your body in the same direction. And I'd, I'd like you to just observe that in the next day or so about how our bodies adapt to our spaces and we lead our bodies in a certain way. And I know that on a previous call or, or show that I had, I talked about how it's really fun to change up where our bodies sleep. If you have uh, multiple bedrooms in your house and what 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 would create more fun for you to change it up and actually have a vacation in another room in your house and see things from a different perspective? Try it out. So just because you have a room that you've determined is the guest room, so if you can imagine that out of a 365 days of the year, your guest room is kept for your guests and it's like the most magical room in the whole house and it looks perfect and everything's got its spot and it's, it's, it's like an invitation waiting for someone to come in and stay. Well, hello everyone. You, who's paying the bills? Who's maintaining the house? Who's maintaining the space? Go and jump and sleep in that bed for a couple of days and see what beautiful creations can pop up for you and what what great sort of ideas will pop into your head and what new people might actually come into your space and, and into your life or in your business. It's all about changing your perspective. And when we have a room that we've already labeled that that's the guest room, or this is the, that particular room, you've already got the muscle memory for your body to always go in that particular de direction. So, just as I'd said before, there is no place in the world that is no more or more valuable than another. So, we can talk about palaces, we can talk about the Louvre in Paris, we can talk about um, Buckingham Palace in London, England, that the royal family lives at. Well, truth, do you actually think that they're happy in this, basically, it's it's like a caged-in place where they're, they're not, their bodies aren't at will to go run around? Why do you think half of them have you know, another home in the country with huge hedges so that they can get away from prying eyes. Our bodies love space. They love to go out into the wilderness, into the mountains, into the ocean, into the beaches, into a walk along a park. We drink up the value of Mother Earth that you don't have to pay for. It's there. So would you be willing to look at Mother Earth and what she has to offer us as being incredibly valuable, incredibly gifting, and she doesn't charge you for it? <laughs> okay, we are going to go for a quick break. Uh, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and when we return, we're going to talk more about uh, value and spaces. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? 
Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infiniteenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett's. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. Okay, I... Uh one of the things that I just wanted to share with you is I am a space whisperer and I'm also the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. And so Creating Conscious Spaces came from all the years of me having the privilege of working with client spaces, whether that was from uh, my training I had trained in interiors and, and uh design, decorating, feng shui, uh, working with architects, builders, renovators, homeowners, business owners. And it was really the the energy of all those years of, of knowing that there was something else and yet I was trying to conform and fit into an actual, what I call a label or or an actual fitting into an actual career of what my job description was. And in really in the last three years is when I've stepped into more and more of what I call space whispering, where I can actually tune into the energy of people's spaces from around the world and share with them what their spaces are actually communicating and or telling me. They show up uh, sometimes in the middle of the night. I, I had a, a client for about a week, this is something actually was kind of cool. It's a little sidebar, but what what occurred, it was just around uh, or pre-Christmas time, I got woken up uh, probably every every night for about a week where I could smell smoke and taste it. And I was like, okay, there's somebody out there whose space has, uh, it's about smoke and it's about their fireplace. And I, I actually need to reach out. And then this name popped into, um, into my awareness and I literally sent them a note and said, we need to talk. Uh, now I don't normally just reach out and just do that. Uh, but at this particular 
instant I did and I'm grateful that I did because it was actually to do with a fireplace and there was a buildup of creosite in their fireplace that was based that was actually going to cause um, a, a fire but that was their only form of heating for their home and uh, so luckily they did get their their fireplace uh, looked at and they did get some damage in their home uh, just prior to the service people coming out but they were very, very grateful that I had an awareness and said, this needs to, this needs to be looked at right away. Um, so, uh, and, and when I walk into a party, it's like people think I'm talking to them and it's actually their spaces. And please, please note that if I ever run into you, I am talking to you, but your spaces are also having a conversation with me as well. So, um, if there's 50 people in a room, there could be 50 different spaces talking to me and it's not always, um, sort of what I could call simple to to differentiate between 50 spaces and who belongs to who until I have maybe more of a what I call a one-on-one with people but uh, so they through all this I created a, a, a class called creating conscious spaces and this is going it's a worldwide movement and and when I say movement it's really inviting people to have an awareness of spaces they always had when they were children and somewhere along the lines got cut off as an adult. And there's a curiosity, whether you are a designer or an architect, that you've always enjoyed spaces. And a lot of people buy design magazines. There's a curiosity about watching DIY or um, do-it-your-home uh, do-it-yourself uh, project or, or television shows about working on homes or spaces. So there's already a curiosity out there in the media. This is actually working with the energy of spaces. And so this class came to to uh, be birthed about three years ago, and it's continuously growing. It's in French. It's in, going to be translated into Spanish. Uh, and who knows what other beautiful languages I'm I'm uh, talking to other people from around the world and I'm very excited about uh, 2018 and where this class will go and it's just really reminding people about how they can energetically connect with spaces and hear and listen to spaces so we talked a little earlier um, about the value of spaces and okay we have a question in the chat room how to create a new place for herself when i don't like my current one but it's but it's sort of comfortable ah okay cool thank you for your question liga okay so when we talk about comfort if you think of an old pair of slippers or an old pair of socks that maybe have a hole in them or an old jacket that you love to put on or you know just your your favorite it's like your favorite chair that has a rip in it and you maybe have got your favorite chair in your living room. Everything else is new, but it's this one chair that everybody goes to and sits in. And just like it's it's worn down. It has a story. If it could talk, it probably has more than one story. It probably has a whole history of stories. So again, what are you making more valuable in that living room? Everything that's brand spanking new and that one chair that's all ripped and torn are you making all the other pieces of furniture more valuable? Or could you actually ask the furniture that's starting to wear down and fall apart if 
it actually has served its purpose and then send it on its way with complete gratitude and now start honoring your space with items that are going to invite you to move forward in your life. So when we're comfortable, it's like that chair, it's like that slipper, it's like that sock. And if we could actually start to ask the space that you're currently in to contribute to what it is you're desiring in your life going forward and ask for it to show up. And it might show up when you go to the grocery store and you run into somebody and the checkout line and they're saying, hey, you know what, I've just renovated and I've got a place that I'm going to put on the market and I haven't yet. And or you should come over for a cup of tea or um, I have an apartment that's available or however that is that shows up for you. Just be aware that these spaces don't show up necessarily through what I call the normal means of a realtor, a realtor site um, going that way or if if you have a broker that brokers spaces. And I know in Europe there's a lot of that brokering going on. Yes, that's one way of looking at it, and don't close the door to that. But I've I've also encouraged some clients, if they're really really excited about a particular area, to actually write a letter and write it from the space of why you have or believe that this particular area is one that you'd really like to uh, live in, or this particular street, or whatever, and go door to door knock on the door and hand the letter to the homeowner and say, look, I'm I'm looking at coming to live on this street at some point in the future and I would love, you know, if you could give me a call before you book a realtor or a broker to get just to consider me. Um and and leave it at lot at that without having a a I, I guess I would call it if you if you set yourself for having to only be on that street and nowhere else in the world, then nothing is going to show up for you. Nothing, no other surprises. So would you be willing to just put it all your... It's like sprinkling little fairy dust out into the universe and asking the universe to co-create with you and the space that you're currently in to co-create with you and all future spaces that you walk, live, and work and play in to all co-create with what it is you're desiring. And so... One of the really cool things that I love to uh, ask any of our clients to do is to actually get a piece of paper and write down the top 10 things that you're looking at for what it is you desire with regard to a space. And and go, okay, cool. Uh, so you, if you create the top 10 things, so it could be everything from it's a house, an apartment, a condo, a townhome. Uh, it could be uh, a roommate. It could be a number of different ways of looking at it. Now, if we define it and go down too small, you're actually cutting off your ability to have something else that may show up for you. So what if you just put it out there and said, I'm open to a space that is lots of green space around me that I can close the door and lock and travel with or that fits my family, that has a beautiful play area for my family, that may have a pool, that may have a playground close by or close to a community pool. So it might not necessarily be your pool, but it could be a pool close by. So then you're not dealing with maintenance uh, that has a one-car, two-car, three-car garage or parking close by. 
And so start to look at all the things that you do currently in your space. Do you require a separate office? Do you require a bedroom? Do you require a living room and a kitchen? And and start to look at all those things. And, and you might laugh when you say, Lisa, well, of course I require a kitchen. Well, funnily enough, there was a space that I remember going to many years ago in Italy. It was a beautiful little studio um, apartment of a photographer. And so it was she did not actually have a set kitchen. She didn't even have a fridge in her space. She was a complete artist. She was a, you know, she had this bed that was up nestled up into the loft and she had a huge table and she had fabulous lighting and she would go to her neighbors and they would visit and she would cook over at that person's place. And she had a kettle, and I think she had a little hot plate, but that was it. She didn't even have a fridge. And it was amazing that she lived in this space for about four years and was happy, happy. Her life was about going down into the little area of of the center of the little town in, in Italy and meeting up with her neighbors and friends and having dinners together and having coffees together. And and so it created her getting out and actually connecting. So how many of you have created the kitchen as having to be incredibly valuable in your space that keeps you locked in your space as opposed to actually going out and seeking the coffee, the lunch, the dinner, the the um, the cocktail or drink? Where have you cut off your ability to receive from all the other yummy spaces around you? Cool. Okay, so everything that that doesn't allow you to receive from all spaces, let's just let it go, okay? And and when I say let it go, it's just like you're not connected to the outcome. Ah, okay. So everybody that's connected to an outcome of how a space should be, what you what you have to have with regard to a space, would you just be willing to let it go? Because if you think about our ancestors, they cooked over stoves. They cooked or, or fires, open fires. They were happy. They they had a connectivity with their neighbors. They cooked together. They they laughed together. There was this lovely energy of everybody within this tribe of all communicating and being together. It's funny how we've created all these separate spaces where we have apartments and we don't know our neighbors or our townhomes and we don't know our neighbors or our condos and we don't know our neighbors and our houses are on a beautiful street but nobody knows anybody they get in the car at six in the morning and they get home at seven at night and nobody knows anyone nobody's connecting so would you be willing to actually connect energetically with all the spaces in the universe that you haven't been willing to connect with up to now and now you're asking for them to show up with complete ease. Wow. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're going to have a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. I am the Space Whisperer. And uh, if you'd like to look at uh, creating conscious spaces around the world and where, where classes are showing up that you might like to attend, I'd love to see you out there. So uh, we'll talk to you in a second. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? 
How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? What if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. To learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events, visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. It's Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. So, yay, we are talking about the value of spaces and what we have in this reality created is more valuable than another uh, with with regard to spaces. And so the interesting thing is, is that actually can be translated into so many areas of our lives. When we consider our space as not being valuable or good enough, we are also, it's a reflection of what we are now looking at for ourselves. So there was a time that I lived in a very large home that had a tennis court, a swimming pool. It was an estate community. I was there for 22 years and, and raised my family there. And there was, it was sort of in the right postal code. It was very exclusive. Uh, and, and your kids went to a certain school. And so it was what we would call an elite community. And yet the people within the community were the most down to earth people. They were everything from people that had come from a farming community that had, uh, come from having no money that had actually created businesses that thrived and they became multimillionaires. And then there were others that were quietly had the on a beautiful acreage, they had the little log cabin. So there was a real what I call eclectic group of people or a melding of the pots of everybody from different mindsets the one thing that everyone had in common was this beautiful energy of being out in the outdoors and spending as much time in the outdoors as possible. And I love, my body loves to be outside. It loves the mountains. It loves the beach. It just, it, my body thrives on being uh touching base with the outdoors as much as possible and, and getting out there, whether it's walking, skiing, biking, swimming, sailing, canoeing, kayaking, 
whatever that is. It's, it's my body's always loved movement. So are you willing to acknowledge that your spaces are also loving movement? And I'm not talking about movement in the way that you are creating that energy of hoarding where you pile up a whole bunch of things and surround yourself with piles of things where the movement is actually stagnant and still. When you clutter your spaces, you're cluttering your brain, you're cluttering your mind, you're cluttering your business, you're cluttering your money flows, you're cluttering your relationships. So when we can remove the clutter and start to give ourselves the space of breath and air, it's like walking into this beautiful open field. You get the sense of you're running through a field of daisies or poppies. Do you sense the the what's coming up for your body as you're running through this beautiful long grass and it has poppies in it. It lights your your body up. It's sort of like, um, I love that movie, The Sound of Music, where you, you see Julie Andrews running to the top of the mountains and she can see for miles. So would you be willing to create the energy of that within the spaces that you live, work, and play in? And you can do that. It doesn't matter how big or small your space is. Clean the windows in your home. Dust them off. If you're not cleaning them, get somebody to clean them. Open your windows. Pull back your shades. Pull back your blinds. Let the light in. And if you, if your window is facing a busy street and you feel like you're in a bit of a fishbowl, then get get what I call privacy blinds that actually let the light in and and so then you are never feeling disconnected from what's going on outside either with the weather patterns or with what's going on by your street just include your body and being with the outdoors and the indoors and then bring in some beautiful greenery bring in some live plants lighten your walls up if it's everything's dark and and dark brown and somewhere in your universe uh that was the the color that was the sexy color at the time it was to create that you know deep dark mahogany library now i love beautiful dark mahogany sort of that library feeling of of a you know a man with a cigar or um smoking a pipe and they're in their library with the mahogany walls okay yeah that's their little um, area that they can sort of have their their um, drink their 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 porch or their scotch and and enjoy a book. I mean, okay, call it sexist. That's okay. I there's something really sexy about that particular space. There's value to honoring the book, the beautiful glass of something, whether it's a wine or a beautiful um, liqueur, and then enjoying a beautiful book do you get the energy of what that creates in your body and then you can bring light into all the other spaces in your home and bring in light into your bedroom if we bring light into our bedroom you're bringing light into your relationships it's a lightness it's fun it's playful our bedrooms are playful wherever you considered that your bedroom had to be serious and that it was the it was Lisa, it's only where I go to bed at night. It's only where I sleep. Why would I want to put 
money into my bedroom. The money should go into the living room, into the kitchen, into the dining room. So my question to you is, okay, that's awesome to to look at all your spaces and and as though you were opening up this beautiful um uh, magical glossy magazine and all your spaces have this beautiful energy about them but if you're not actually having dinner parties in your dining room and it's just staged as though it's waiting as long as your dining room is always waiting for people to entertain do you realize that your waiting of entertaining and having people over is going to be something that's always going to be in the future it's never actually going to actualize so one of the things I love to do is I I light candles every night. I love to light a candle or candles and enjoy a beautiful meal at my dining room table. And it has a, a lovely energy. And I don't always sit in the same spot. I change it up. So how many of you have created the same chair that you always sit in. Again, that's back to what we talked about earlier about muscle memory. If you're always sitting in the same chair at your table or your dining room table, your body actually isn't seeing another way, another perspective with regard to your space, another view. And that's okay, guys, to change it up. And if you're in a family where there's, this is the dad chair, this is the mom chair, and these are the kids' chairs, and you've determined that that's where everybody sits, sort of like when you have Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner in North America or any fest, sort of fest birthdays or whatever celebration you're having, um, Hanukkah, um, um, Diwali, that if you sit at always at the same spot at the table, you're actually saying to the table, it's like imprinting your energy only in one spot. You're not including a whole table in your creation. So change it up. It's kind of like musical chairs. Kids love that game when they were little. So where have you determined that you've got to be serious and all grown up and you've got to sit in the grown-up chair and uh, that kids sit in the kids' chair? And why wouldn't you just change it up just for fun? <laughs> Again, we're talking about what's more valuable. Who's created the dad chair as being more valuable than the mom chair? Or who's created the kid chair as being less valuable? So all of you that are feeling less than, have never felt valued, have never honored yourself, have never honored yourself within your spaces, would you now be willing to let all that BS go and actually start to look at how you can create all your spaces to actually honor you. <laughs> Guys, it's it's every space in our house has this whisper of energy. And when we continuously walk by a room and we never actually include it in our day-to-day -day creations, it's like, oh, that's the guest room and the door is closed. Wow. So you close the door to the guest room. So you actually have close the energetic flow of creating something with that guest room. And you say, well, I get maybe 10 days out of the year that somebody comes and stays in my guest room. Otherwise, it just it's just my other room where I throw stuff or I put stuff or it's a buildup of stuff. And you're actually not looking at the room and going, hey, I wonder if this room could be more than a guest room. What if I could create 
a room that has more than one job? And what if I slept there a couple of times a week or turned it into a part library room where I read and had a cozy chair and a great lamp and change up the energy? I love to just go and and jump in and sleep in the spare room just for fun. It's a smaller bed and it's like, ooh, this is kind of fun. It's got a it's it's in a different side of the of of the house and it's got a completely different energy and the cool thing about that when we do that for our bodies is we're actually having an awareness around what does a guest sense when they're staying in this room and what do they see when they stay in this room and so then it's like oh okay I actually don't like to um, always stare at that particular item so I'm going to shift that and move that there and so for me it's it's like this chess game in my house I like to move things around it's like an energetic acupuncture treatment for my home so any of you that go and get massages or get a chiropractic a treatment or acupuncture or any kind of energy work for your body, well, your body craves it just as much as your spaces do. So can you imagine that you go away for a two-week holiday and uh, you leave your home and you might have just left some dishes in the sink or some dishes in the in the in the um dishwasher, some laundry half done and your bed was unmade, ran out and you were excited and you went on this trip and you saw some magical places and, and you were you may have met some new people and so you're totally jazzed. And you walk into your space and there's an unkept bed and there's like it, there's all the things exactly as you left it two weeks prior. So it's like walking into a bit of a time warp are you and and this is just an awareness just if you can be aware and i there like i don't have a, a problem for anybody just like running out the door and it happens many times uh where things are sort of in a disheveled uh, or disheveled sorry disheveled sort of where you just sort of drop things and you've run out the door but do you get the energy of walking in the door that you are now a brand new energy? You're completely jazzed and you walk in and, it, and sometimes people go, oh, it's such a downer. I don't want to be home. It's this and that. Well, be willing to acknowledge that there's an energetic communication that isn't necessarily in alignment with from your space that isn't in alignment with the energy of what just walked in the door. So I, when I travel, I actually invite all the spaces that I live, work, and play to come with me energetically. And so when I walk in the door, no matter what the house has been left as, that it's sort of like it's it, it's never it's never been a stale, dead energy to walk into. It's actually a contributing uh, creative energy that just is ready to rock and roll with me when I come home. Because I always get a little jazzed when I travel and and jazzed energetically like I'm 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 lit up about these magical spaces that invite me around the world and and uh uh that's I that's the gift of travel for me and my body and the more that I can uh show people how creating conscious spaces as a class can be a contribution to them and their lives and their businesses and their relationships oh my god I've seen so many changes and so many ways for different people. And 
just acknowledge that you yourself can communicate with your spaces, can connect with your spaces, and start listening to what your spaces are saying. And instead of judging it and saying, oh, God, I really don't like this. It's too comfortable. It's too this. It's that. I don't like the people I'm living with. I'd really like to to move on. Start to shift things within your space. Change things up. Get rid of things. Declutter. Uh, Make your list of all the top 10 things that you desire within your space and then when you've done that see what starts to show up and ask questions so what can be created today for the future spaces that are willing to co-create with me okay i'm going to take a quick uh break and when we um return you're with lisa bennett at infinite energies and the founder of creating conscious spaces Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would a letter to your home sound something like this? Dear Family Home, thanks for the shelter. I know I don't show you much appreciation, if ever. I try not to think of all the unfinished projects I've been waiting to do, but maybe someday they will be completed. Sound familiar? Lisa Bennett, founder of Creating Conscious Spaces, would like to ask you, what if you stopped making excuses and were given simple tools to shift things? Creating Conscious Spaces helps you release old holding patterns and create a nurturing, thriving environment. To learn more, please visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. Hello. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Oh, my goodness. This this show today has just been flying. Uh, wow. So co-creating with our spaces and asking them to contribute to our lives. And some of you might go, Lise, that just sounds really, really bizarre. The moment I started to include my spaces, and I, and I would say that I've always included my spaces, but consciously include my spaces and my creations. That's when the, the speed of which my business, the speed at which my life has Jetson forward, and I basically took off the the weighted ankles, um, the ankle weights to uh, of being held and feeling that I had to be in a certain space. So at some point, I had determined that being in my estate property 
because it was the space that I had raised my kids, was more valuable than any other space that could possibly show up for me. And as soon as I let that whole conclusion, that whole projection go and went, you know what, I'm more uh, in a space of maintaining this estate property than I'm actually enjoying it. And so my list came up with things like what would be more fun, more enjoyable, what would create more for my ease of travel that I could lock the door and and go out and, and do more of what I desired in the universe. And as soon as I took those sort of what I call the weighted ankle weights off me of this estate property, buyers showed up to buy and I lived at a friend's uh, home for about 10 months and in that 10 months, I kept asking the universe, so where else is asking for the energy of me and all my creations going forward? And literally, it was one day that I said, I'm ready. And that one day, I opened up my computer, a place popped up, and it was like, yes. And the next day, I looked at it, and here it is. It was an offer was placed on this house uh, three hours later after viewing it. And by the end of the night, I had purchase this um, beautiful townhome and I love it I absolutely love it it's magical it's fun it's playful it's light and so where are you not willing to have the fun playful light energy in your life that you've always been asking for for whatever it is you're desiring it's there I absolutely guarantee you it is there and uh, so for for everyone that is uh, curious about creating conscious spaces and how this class can add to your life. It's a two-day class. Uh, I will be in Rome in March and Belgium uh, the latter part of March on to um, Paris, France, and then the south of France. And I'm talking to some other lovely countries as well who are wanting this class to come and uh, show them how they can communicate and play with their spaces. You aren't uh not you're you're not uh at this particular time of your life just know that you have the capacity to do this so i look forward to meeting you somewhere out there in the universe please know that you have this capacity and i really look forward to giving you a hug and seeing you out there in some magical part of the world in some magical space Thank you so much for tuning in. Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies and the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces, The Space Whisperer. I'll talk to you soon, everyone. Take care and big hugs to you. Have an awesome day. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies radio show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.